Impact 89 FM's own NFL podcast, hosted by Michael Markosh, Kevin McCormick, Owen Ozust, and Manit Patel. This is The Pylon. Your host, Manit Patel, here today with Jay DeCoster and Ethan Grant. Today we'll be going over a little bit of new news in the NFL, some big player names, uh, things happening. We got coaches getting extended, and obviously the biggest thing this week is the NFL Combine. We have the top prospects in the draft performing, running 40-yard dashes, throwing, all of the above. Um, So yeah, let's get into it. First things first breaking news i guess of like an hour ago um the dallas cowboys it seems as though the dallas cowboys are going to cut amari cooper and mm-hmm. save um around 20 million dollars in cap space yeah i mean that i oh, i wouldn't really say that was a, that's this is, this is a stunner but the guy is obviously one of the you know i would say it would you say he's a top ten receiver? I'd say he's like top borderline top ten, but for sure I'd keep him in the top fifteen. Yeah, I mean Amari Cooper is is a guy that you can rely on, and and the Cowboys traded a first round pick for him. I think it was like four years ago, from the Raiders, and now he's going to be a free agent. Like you said, we need to save twenty million in cap space, and I mean, look, you have you have Dak Prescott with his big contract on the books. You know, Demarcus Lawrence. You get you got to pay uh, Micah Parsons. You got to pay Trevon Diggs. You know, obviously they're in the rookie contracts, but. Yeah, I mean Amari Cooper, he's in his prime, twenty-seven. Yeah, it's bit of, I would say it's a bit of a shocker. What about you, Ethan? Yeah, I'd agree, uh, especially given how he's performed over the last couple years. Uh, obviously, cap space issues, but this is going to be something that a lot of teams, especially ones in the process of rebuild, like Jacksonville or Detroit, definitely need to take a look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and I'm looking at Amari Cooper's stats, 60 receptions, 865 yards, eight touchdowns. Not really a great season for a guy like that. You know, in 2020, he had 1,100 yards and five touchdowns. So, I mean, he's been very very solid for a cow, for the Cowboys. But, yeah, definitely um, pretty interesting to, that he's released now. So, it's yeah, going to be interesting to see where he goes, though. I agree. I, I really want to see, like, whether or not he'll go to a rebuilding team or a contender. Um, if the Packers keep Rodgers, I think they could go after Cooper. Um, they also just don't have cap space, so that could just not be feasible. But um, I think that means Dallas brings back Michael Gallup now. The, I mean, man, he's had some injuries, but... Yeah, and he's coming off an ACL tear, right? Yeah, I mean, but we, we've seen over the past these wide receivers come back from ACL tears and perform pretty well. Obviously, Allen Robinson coming off the ACL injury in Jacksonville and then with, coming in the, with the Bears and playing pretty well. Yeah, but, you know, Amari Cooper, like I said, you know, a guy that's very solid for you. He's, yeah, I would say he's a borderline number one, number two receiver. I'm interested to see, like, what teams would go after. Like, I'm, I'm assuming, like, maybe the Bears go after him because they need wide receiver help, like, desperately. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of other teams. Well, can you think of any? I think New England would really like to look in there. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, build him with Mac Jones. That would be super fun. Um, I like Miami too. I think Mike McDaniel could definitely take a look at him. I think the Dolphins have top five cap space in the league. They do, yeah. Um, I think they have so, number one. 
moving there would be really nice and solidify himself as like a compliment or wide receiver 1A with like Jalen Waddle. Both are really good at different things. Make it Absolutely. work. Absolutely. That would be oh, nice. Do yeah. you guys have anywhere in mind? Uh, I'm trying to think of teams that like need wide receivers. Like, um, yeah, I mean, Miami's a good spot. I mean, maybe like the, maybe the Giants. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. you wouldn't be, I mean, they're in would, a rebuild, but I like it. Yeah. I mean, I just can't think of any other team off the top of my head that's desperate for receivers other, have, other than the Bears and the Dolphins. I have one for you that might be interesting the Chargers. If they let Mike Williams, Williams walk, is a free agent. they could totally make a move on Cooper. And yeah. Cooper and Keenan Allen with Justin Herbert that would be would scary. terrify any defensive coordinator. I would feel absolutely. I mean, I I, I think Cooper is an upgrade over Mike Williams. He's a, Williams is a solid player, but yeah, obviously Mike Williams or obviously Amari uh, Cooper is the better player here. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's gonna be interesting you know, how much how much he gets paid. Oh, Baltimore. What about I yeah. like that a lot. Yeah. I mean, good call. Yeah. 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 La- last year you were saying Juju Smith Schuster to the to the Ravens. And he had a, ended up staying with the Steelers, but I think it's the time for Baltimore to make a make a play on a you know a really good receiver, you know because obviously they draft Rashad Bateman, uh, Marquise Brown's a solid number two, but he's not he a number one receiver. He needs to be a number two. Yeah, yeah, and so. I think in that Ravens offense, he was forced into a number one role yeah. last year. Yeah, and obviously their top their top target is Mark Andrews, but you know he's a tight end. You need like a number one receiver that Lamar can go to. When Mark Andrews is is double teamed or Marquise Brown's in the slot, but yeah, Amari Cooper would be a perfect fit in my opinion if if Lamar's healthy. So yeah, yeah, the Ravens would. I mean, if they get Cooper, you'd talk about an offense that has Lamar, J.K. Dobbins, and then you have Bateman, Cooper, and Hollywood Brown. Yeah, and then you get um, Ronnie Stanley back on the offensive line. I mean, they have a pretty solid offensive line. So, if they're all healthy, I'm, I like. I know it's really early, but I, I'm thinking the Ravens can win that division next year. Honestly, they could. I like it. Maybe because maybe the Bengals take a step back. You know, regression. Because I I think the Bengals can still make the playoffs next year, but maybe they take a step back. Yeah. From you know the Super Bowl, and then uh, obviously the Browns are a really good team, have a really good roster, but who knows how they'll be, you know, with Baker, and then. Uh, yeah, I mean the Steelers with no a, no Big Ben. Steelers also still have a solid roster, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, that's another team, I guess. Uh, the Browns. I mean, they just lost Odell to free agency last year, so Michael would love it. Yeah, uh, exactly. He would. <laughs> um, yeah, you have the Browns. You have like a maybe a rebuilding team in mind. You'd like to see him go to? Not. You gotta say not the biggest uh, Browns guy, but um, honestly, any wide receiver, what they're losing. Davian Clowney to the free agency this year, if I remember. Yeah, correctly. he should be. I think they signed him with a one-year deal. Well, Ma- Michael will know all this, but I think that yeah, they're losing Clowney. I think I think they're lo- I think Landry's a free agent. Yeah, but he's yeah. Or, but he might he might come back. Well, we don't know, but yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, Amari Cooper honestly would be a good fit for the Browns too. But um, yeah, you know, Michael talked about this. They also should go after Chris Godwin, who's also a free agent. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do because this wide receiver class is just loaded. It's, it's crazy, and Cooper joining yeah. it just makes it yeah. all that much better. I think another team um, for wide receivers before we move on could be the Jets. 
They need the help. They have only, like, Elijah Moore, really, that they can use going forward. I like Braxton Berrios. He's a pretty nice, like, yeah. Swiss nice Army nice, guy, yeah. like, works mm-hmm. with everything. Returns yeah. for them, I believe, as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, like, they need a wide receiver one. Absolutely, yeah. And for and, or for Zach Wilson, for his development, um, and obviously having a pretty stable offensive line now with those draft picks. You know, you're gonna have to you have to go get weapons for Zach Wilson. I think Amari Cooper could be a nice destination, but they def the Jets definitely need to go get a wide receiver in this free agency class. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um moving on from that, we have a head coaching extension actually and GM extension with Arizona. I did Cliff, see that. Wow. Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime were both extended until twenty twenty seven. Wow. Five year deals. Yeah. And I mean, wow, jeez. Before I let you guys get to it, I think bringing Kime back was a good move. He's built a really good roster and like they were obviously in the playoffs. But I don't think Cliff's the coach and I've made that pretty clear. Yeah, I did not get the I did not get the Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury extension whatsoever. I mean, yeah. He's had it's dating back to Texas Tech. He's ha, he started off to hot starts and then he just falls apart. Yeah, he does this every year, and to bring him back for another five years is just very questionable. But you know, he he's had pretty solid offenses, but like I said, he just can't finish a season on a strong note. Obviously, they got smoked by the Rams in the first round. So what do you I think, mean, Ethan? When when a team like that who's going what who's like eight and zero for the. Yeah, they were yeah. in no. They were under. They, they were lot. They were almost. I think they were the last time Packers on team. Thursday night yeah. without Devontae. That's yeah, that's what started. Even it. even worse than losing to the Lions, which big Lions guy, not the best roster. So losing to a team like that, really questionable. Um, I think yeah, you covered a lot of it. Like he's just not making. He's not. He's just not doing good enough for head coach. And especially with the talented roster that he has, it's yeah, exactly. And Chandler Jones is a free agent. Um, it's interesting to see if they're going to resign him. I think JJ Watt's a free agent. Is he Chandler Jones is a free agent? JJ Watt, I think, has one more year on his deal. Okay, you know, if they stay healthy and Kyler, you know, is asking for an extension, he's being, I mean, he's been pretty vocal about it. Yeah, pretty vocal for the Cardinals about wanting a, a huge extension. You know, if they can't get that worked out, then. You know, that's gonna be interesting to see how that all plays out down in Arizona because they have a really good roster. I love that. I love that roster. And missing DeAndre Hopkins second half of the year last year was massive because that's Kyler's obviously that's Kyler's Kyler's guy, and you know, they're they have a really good connection going. And without without DeAndre Hopkins, they just they couldn't find the rhythm. So it's gonna be interesting. So yeah, I mean, you were talking about the first half, second half thing, and I say the stat every time, but I'm gonna bring it up again. He's 17 and 45. Past a game, wow. past game seven as a head coach. Oh god! Wow, that's a, that's a, that's insane. Yeah, I mean, there's really like no other way to put it. Like, it it speaks for itself. You can't really do that as a head coach. Oh, definitely not. But I mean, I guess Arizona's gonna roll with it. Yeah, I mean, he took he took him to a playoff appearance and they lost. They got smoked, but yeah. I mean, look, it is what it is, but. but I, I, for Cardinals fans, I mean, look, you might go to the playoffs a few more times, but I don't know if they're going to win a playoff game. You might have another few more collapses here and there, so we'll see. So, yeah. yeah. So 
moving on. Um, yesterday we had the NFL Combine start kickoff. We had, um, I believe, wide receivers, quarterbacks, and tight ends in the first group. And we got to see some ballers, man. There's some dudes rising up the board. I have a guy we'll get to later um, that I really became a fan of yesterday. Um, but yeah, wide receivers ran their 40s. Quarterbacks did too. So did tight ends. And yeah, I mean, Taquan the Thornton with or Taquan Thornton, if I can say it right, had a four two eight forty yard dash. How about that? Yeah, that was crazy. <clears throat> he clocked originally um, before like they officialized 4. 2, 1, it. Right? Yep. Yeah, like, it could have been like the wow. fastest of all time, it right? Would, yeah, it would have been. Uh, it would have beat John Ross by point zero one seconds, and um, would have set a new combine record. Mm-hmm. Does John Ross have the all? Does he have the record? He does. Yeah. Really? Yes. Uh, John Ross still holds the record. Who held it before him? Was it? It might have been Chris Johnson. Yeah. Um, But another like combine record was set yesterday. We had eight wide receivers. I think it tied a record. Eight wide receivers run under under a four four forty, with three missing the cut by point zero two seconds. So wow. This this wide receiver draft class is gonna be It's stupid. ridiculous. I mean, just looking at some of them, you in, including who didn't run, you have Drake London, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, um Jahan Dotson, George Pickens, like the list is just endless. David Bell, like there are so many good receivers. You could probably get a first round talent in the third round. Absolutely, and it's good for good for teams like the Bears. Uh I try to be biased here, but they need a receiver so bad, and to get one of these, because this draft class is absolutely loaded, like you said, Manit. And if the Bears can get like a guy like Dave Bell, even like I'm praying that Chris Olave falls, he probably won't. But getting a guy like uh, Dave Bell, something like that, or even a Jahad Dotson would be really nice for them. But speaking of other teams, I mean, yeah, th- this I mean, Taekwon Jones or Taekwon Thornton, I mean, the four two eight was ridiculous, and then Chris Olave went running a four three nine. I mean. With the freak talent he is, I mean, and then Garrett Wilson running a four three eight, you got guys like that. I mean, it's just it's just a loaded receiver class. I, I can't wait. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, Michigan State's own Jalen Naylor ran a four four six yesterday, which helped his draft stock a little bit. You yeah. also have Sky Moore from Western Michigan who ran a four four one. Um, the guy I wanted to talk about is Christian Watson from North Dakota State. Um, he ran a four three six and has just looked really good uh in his drills so yeah we had connor hayward participate too yesterday how'd he do i didn't i didn't see that he did he did pretty good he ran um a nice 40 time for a fullback yeah like that's the role teams are considering him for it was uh like comparable to kyle use jack and he did really well in the gauntlet as well the catching drill um he was amongst the better group of tight ends in that so when is uh when is kenneth walker run today at four i need to i need to keep an eye on that yeah, yeah honestly i wonder what do you think is 40 yard uh 40 times gonna be Ooh, i like a four four low yeah that sounds about right. yeah that sounds about realistic four four low like four three right, nine yeah. if he can that's like if he can hit that rb1 yeah. lock absolutely <laughs> yeah i mean he's already an rb1 you know before coming or He's already an RB one right now, but yeah, he'll definitely be if he does well in this combine. Do you think? Yeah. Do you really think the combine is like makes a huge difference in your draft stock? I think if 
I think it matters a little bit less for like the top prospects. Yeah. But if you're a less evaluated prospect or maybe a not as often seen prospect, you have a chance to show out. Um, I think that like varies obviously by position group, but um, yeah, I think it's more like Traylon Burks coming in, knew what he was like known commodity. He's mm-hmm. gonna be a pretty good wide receiver in the NFL, but he ran a four five. Four five five, I think. So it's not like it wasn't in the higher end whatsoever. You'd think it was in the bottom half or even the bottom like ten. Um so it really matters. I think like guys like Christian Watson who ran well. Um the guy from Baylor, Tyquan Thornton, who ran well as well, um, are gonna raise their stock, but I wouldn't know how much it changes like I don't know how much it changes like Olave or Wilson. Yeah, I mean, if they like completely, you know, bust out of the combine, like it could, it it will affect their stock. But if you do solid and you're a top prospect, it really shouldn't at all. Um, you know, for me, I just I look at I just look at the tape. You know, are, is this guy like? Yeah. Th- did this guy make an impact like a Kenneth Walker in a game? So it, I'm interested to see how that how that goes. Yeah, Ethan, do you I think it, do you think do you think it makes a big impact? I mean, I I agree with what uh, Malik said earlier. Um, it's top draft picks. Oh, sorry, top prospects. No, not really. Mm-hmm. But especially the ones, as you said, are lesser well known. I giving that comparison and kind of speed to the top higher prospects. I it's very important and allows uh, these quote unquote no names to make their way up the draft board. And yeah, I agree. yeah I agree. Yeah, another guy um on the wide receiver end who like performed really well is Calvin Austin the third from Memphis. Mm-hmm. He's five nine three four, but every scouting report I've seen on him, and even from some of the film I've watched, he's played bigger than his size, which really? is oh, yeah. really impressive. And he also has bigger hands than DK Metcalf, I believe. Wow. That's, that's I, scary. Okay. That might be wrong, but he's got bigger hands than someone very like major. He's got ten and like ten and I think seven eighths inch hands. So interesting. For comparison, Kenny Pickett's got eight and a half inch hands. Yeah, and they're all making a big deal on Twitter yesterday that Kenny Pickett's hand size is a huge difference. Like I don't really think it makes a big difference. Like I said this before the show. I said that Jared Goff fumbles. The timing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Jared Goff fumbles the ball a lot. He's got small hands. And that could be an issue for Kenny Pickett. But, like, Jared Goff just in general just isn't very good. So, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. if Kenny Pickett could throw the ball, if he's got that, you know, if he's got, like, a Justin Herbert type of arm, Patrick Mahomes type of arm, then, yeah, really yeah, doesn't he, matter. He'll be fine, yeah, as long as he has enough space in the pocket or enough time to get that out. Yeah. How, how tall is he? Pickett He's is like 6'4", like really I believe. 6'4", or 6'3". Yeah. Let's see. It's yeah. coming up right now. I watched some of his tape, and he's just, yeah. He's he's very uh very athletic, and obviously he had that fake slide. Remember that? I mean, he's he, he's electrifying. 6'3". So 6'3", gotcha. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see where he goes in this draft. I mean, like what, what team would be able to, like, because Malik Willis, we got to talk about him because he yes. had a 65-yard dime. In the combine yesterday, he he looked really good. Yeah, and you know Absolutely. you could say whatever you want because Zach Wilson had a great combine last year, and you know he's kind of we'll see how he's gonna do in his career. He had a really he had a really bad rookie season, so 
But yeah. yeah, I mean Malik Willis. What do you think about what do you think about him? Season. I mean, uh, I I I'm still trying to catch up because honestly, I wasn't really focusing on the quarterback class this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, much to my mistake, obviously. <laughs> uh, but having seen that throw and kind of what he did during the combine, mm-hmm. I'm liking him a lot more. Um, I think. Do the Lions take him at two? Um, no. no. <laughs> if they <Jay>. do, if <laughs> they do, that's that's gonna be uh, Matt Patricia level mistake. I actually and... came to the agreement with a friend last night or two nights ago that if the Lions drafted Malik Willis, I would renounce my fandom. Well, I love I love Malik Willis. Like well, I think he's a great prospect. I just don't think. Well, he's worth passing. Well, up I think I I think they should draft him if uh well. They should trade up from thirty-two. I would agree on that. Yeah, I would, do that. I would don't draft them number two. From two, yeah, for the Lions. I'm thinking if Jacksonville, because I've seen some mock drafts recently where they take uh, Evan Neal. Evan Neal, exactly. Yes. Evan Neal's flying. <laughs> you guys, I, oh yeah, he's go real. ahead. I think uh, I know there was some like controversy about it with Aiden Hutchinson, but an edge like that, especially with uh, the Lions' young players recently. Would be it'd be really good boost to the defense. Yeah. Uh, obviously, secondary, a lot of work, but uh, defense in general needs some help. So anything like that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I, I agree, and you know, for the Lions, you got to draft up either Kamon Thibodeau or Aiden Hutchinson, mm-hmm. because like if Jacksonville drafts Evan Neal, you got to go with one of those guys because Absolutely. like the Lions defense was obviously hasn't been good for a while now. And they have really no pass rushes, and it all starts up front. Either draft Evan Neal or one of those two pass rushers. So, yeah. But uh, yeah. What about I mean, you? if the Lions end up taking Evan Neal, that's like you got Panay, you got Panay yeah. Sewell and Evan Neal on your on your for your tackles. That's like that's a hall. Of, and you got Rag now at center. Like my goodness, Decker. Like yeah, that O line is one phenomenal. More, one more piece. One that more piece. Um, insane. This picture of Evan Neal really got me. He's supposed to be 6'7", 337, and, Good Lord. like, he is very fit. Yeah, I, it's impressive. Dude's got a lot of, like, leg muscle. Oh, yeah. I do, it's I, nuts. In my, in my early mock draft, I have him going number one to the Jaguars because you got to protect Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Trevor you have to protect Trevor Lawrence, and they don't have the best O-line down there in Jacksonville, so, oh, yeah. yeah. you got you to take him number one overall if I'm – and they on defense they already have um, Josh Allen so, and they have That's Miles great. Jack and you know you, they have sure, the young talent to build around. Sure, I mean sure you can uh, you can go with two really good pass rushers, but you got to go on the offensive side here. So yeah, their offense projection yeah. needs a lot of work. So no, I agree. They they have to end up with Neil. I think it's a failure of a draft if you don't because mm-hmm. you're right. They already have Allen and Jack, and um. Getting a receiver in free agency just seems like the best option for them. Yeah, and I, they have plenty of cap space, so they can easily land a big name like Amari, Amari Cooper, for example. Yep. Like, so many options for them. And Yeah, but I'm interested to see if any free agents want to go there because, like, Doug Pearson, like, I like the hire, like like I said a couple a week ago, but, like, would, I, would anyone want to play down there? Yeah, and keeping Trent Baalke was not a good move. Exactly. At all. Yeah, exactly, but... Yeah. Like, would a big name like Amari Cooper or Chris Godwin want to 
like obviously you take the money, but would you want to go down there and play with uh, under Trent Balky? I, I just don't. I'm, I'm just interested to see how that's gonna go, but I'm yeah. not sure. I agree. I mean, there were a lot of also like moving a little bit on. There were a lot of quarterbacks who did help their draft stock yesterday, like we were talking about. Um, it'll be interesting. Well, I do agree. It'll be interesting to see what the Jags do because they have mm-hmm. so much to play with caps, cap space, picks, new coaching staff. They have to like Peterson and Balky have to have a vision right away because oh yeah, it seems like they like weren't supposed to be paired together and now they are and they have to make it work. Um, so it'll be interesting. What do you think on the Jags, Ethan? I mean, obviously, like we said earlier, taking Neil first round, I think what's their second round picks looking like? I think they just have uh, the first in the second round as well. I mean, grabbing if hopefully for them, if there's any like wide receivers, I'd grab a low end wide receiver in the second, maybe. I, th- I mean, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that wouldn't be a bad like, choice. Uh, who, who's in their wide receiver room right DJ now? DJ Chark, like he's Chark, he's okay. Chark, Chark, um, yeah. Chark, Lavisco, Chenault, like yeah. that receiver room was nice last year, had potential, and it yeah. fell off. Yeah, that I potential was, never I was hit. really disappointed to see that. Because like Lavisco Chenault had that like dual threat ability where he can mm-hmm. he ran in college quite a bit. Yeah, and was able to be a pretty good receiver as well, and they just haven't utilized that, which sucks. And I hope. Peterson's able to do that because yeah that's what my like I I will say for Trevor Lawrence I have always kind of been on the doubter side of him because I always thought he was just built because I mean people were saying he was the next Tom Brady yes I'm like this is fair you can say that just later um I think he he didn't do too well but granted Jacksonville kind of a dumpster fire right now um but definitely a lot of missed opportunities, like as you said with Vizca uh, Chenault. Like, just chances to develop yeah. where they didn't. Yeah, exactly. Just Yeah, I'm interested to see how uh, Trevor Lawrence does in his second year be under under oh, yeah. a guy like Pearson who can develop quarterbacks because, you know, coming out of college, this guy, like you said, <laughs> was supposed to be like the next Tom Brady mm-hmm. in his rookie year. I, I get it, it's, it's rookie year. Payne Manning threw 28 receptions. So, I mean, you can't really make that comparison. But, you know, Trevor Lawrence struggled. I'm interested to see if he can make that big jump. And, yeah, maybe Jacksonville does make that move to get one of these top receivers because, you know, you see what the Bengals did with – you got Jamar Chase. Yeah. That, that, that helped him go to a Super Bowl. So, you really never know. You really just don't know in this yeah. league. So, if, if you get the right free agent, you know, signings and, you know, drafts, you never know if a team can burst out. So, we'll have to see. Yeah. Um. Moving on, we're gonna talk about quarterbacks a little bit. They all threw yesterday. Um. Save Matt Corral. Uh. All the top quarterbacks were throwing. Um. Desmond Ritter ran a four five two forty. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Unofficially, he ran a four four nine. Guy from Cincinnati. He was blazing. Yeah. Four five for a quarterback. That's faster wow. than Traylon Burks, who is a top five receiver prospect. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I haven't followed too much of the quarterback class yet, but Desmond Ritter is a guy, obviously, you know, pretty athletic. I'm interested to see how he does. What round do you think he goes in the eight? I think he's at latest going in the third. Yeah. Um, but that's obviously like a very high cap. Yeah. I would 
like to see him go in like the first 45 picks. I think there's a team like there's enough teams that need a quarterback where he should be going in the top 45 yeah. because of yeah. just the athleticism alone, I feel like. So you think the first quarterback off the board is Kenny Pickett? I think that's I I'd, I'd probably say that. I I yeah. think it should be, but Malik Willis will be because of just draft type. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And like that throw yesterday was good, but he had some he had some overthrows, some underthrows. Like it wasn't a phenomenal performance by any means. Yeah. Um and he's still like that project quarterback, I think, of the draft more than anyone else. Yeah, I mean, I I th- I think it's Kenny I think it's Kenny Pickett for me, but He should be number 1. I yeah, agree. because yeah. you know, he's he's got the size. I you know, did really well at Pitt, took him to a Peach Bowl. I think, you know, what, what he's able to do with athletically and his his arm is pretty solid. He so, ran close to a 4-6 yesterday yeah. too. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, he's he's fast. I mean, and you see like I said, like you see you saw what he did in the um ACC championship. I mean, he's just a fr- he's a freak athlete for a quarterback like that. So yeah, yeah. I think he's my first quarterback off the I, board, I would so. agree. Yeah, Kenny Pickett just seems all around just good. I think he does look ready, almost. But then again, yeah. Yes. No, I like, agree. But what team does. does he go to? What? Okay, let's talk about this for a second. QB fits. I think Kenny Pickett best works in Pittsburgh, or. So you think Pittsburgh New trades Orleans. up? You think that do you think Pittsburgh trades up then, or do you think? I think Pittsburgh can grab them where they're at. Yeah, I mean, maybe staying in Pittsburgh uh, that wouldn't that would be a pretty solid fit. And they're what are they at? Eighteen? Uh, twenty. Oh, yeah. Uh, you probably have to trade. New Orleans they would is, have to trade up. Yeah, New Orleans is out of the playoffs, and I'm sure New Orleans has an eye on him. I'm trying to, maybe the Falcons. Maybe if they decide to move on, but Matt Ryan also has a forty-five million dollar, I think forty-five or forty-eight million dollar cap hit, Some, something in, which is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, Matt Ryan's not what he used to be. Um, Definitely not. Yeah, last year I think yeah, last year he wasn't wasn't great. So yeah, might Atlanta might be looking at a QB change, right? Yeah, a team that could possibly sneak around and get Pickett could be Indy. Indeed, I think, yeah, I like because they're moving out from Carson Wentz. They're moving yeah, on from that's Wentz. True. If he comes in as pro ready as people say he is, they could make the playoffs. Where is uh, I do I do believe it because I really like that roster. Um, I think their defense talented. is really their oh, defense yeah. is really good. Um, obviously receiver they're decent and their offensive line is really good. Um, and obviously you have Jonathan Taylor, but yeah, they they're they're a quarterback away from winning that division in my opinion. Absolutely. After saying and contending. That. I realized that they also just don't have their first round pick this year. Yeah. Because yeah. they yeah. gave it away for Jalen Hurts. Or not Jalen Hurts, uh for Wentz. So wait, they gave around they gave away a first round pick. It was for a him? conditional yeah. first. They gave away a third and a conditional first. Mm-hmm. And if you oh paid a certain amount of snaps, I believe it was, like it was a snap share, threshold. Yeah, yeah, percent share. Ethan's right. Um, oh no. He had to hit seventy five percent snaps and the Eagles yeah. got a first round pick and they it was locked by like week thirteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no, jeez! And yeah. they're they're gonna move on from them. Three, <clears throat> Philly does have three first round picks. Yeah, Howie Roseman's trying to build that thing back up. I, mean, I like they, it. They made I the think, playoffs last year, so I think Philly goes two receivers, which is crazy to they say. They have Devontae Smith. But they, yeah. they need it though. They need it. 
Yeah. Because Devontae Smith did well. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, like, you add, yeah, Dallas like, Goddard was decent. Yeah. So, I don't know. Be interesting. Um, I think Desmond Ritter does really well in Washington. I could see that. Yeah. I yeah, like I that, that fit too. quite a bit. Um, I think we go, like, ooh, Sam Howell. Where do we like him? No. Project? Yeah, Project. He did not – he wasn't very good last year in North Carolina. Um, you know, after all the high expectations, he's supposed to be a Heisman favorite. Yep. And, you know, it didn't really play that well. Um, he's, got a, he's got a pretty strong arm. You know, I watched him a lot um, in 2020. He was really, really solid for them. Yep. But he took a he took a step back, I would say. So, yeah, I think he's, I think he's a project in my opinion. But, you know, we'll have to see. About you, honestly, uh, I'd have to agree. Just, yeah. I mean, the North Carolina quarterbacks, you know, don't really pan out. So, <laughs> Mitch, oh, Mitch yep. Trubisky, Jay's yeah. thinking about that. There's apparently some uh, stuff going on with him right now. Um, Trubisky. Might what do you be, mean? Might be. Uh, I think I saw this. I saw an ESPN article or something the other day that uh, he's like in trade considerations. I oh. did. I did see that. Like Dan Orlovsky was tweeting, Trubisky should be a starter. Like we're really doing this again. Like, like, like. I, look, I, I love, this. I love, I like Miss Trubisky, but like, what has he shown you to be a starter? Like seriously. Yeah. What are we doing here? Um, but you know, it's interesting. I mean, I, I'm interested to see. Maybe he gets moved to a team that's very desperate. Maybe, uh, like, I don't know. Like, Trubisky could be a decent. T- option for a team I, said, like, uh, I think he's got to compete yeah definitely he's got there's compete. no way you're bringing him in you're bringing him in to be your starter absolutely yeah yeah agreed um so. so where do we think Malik Willis fits that's tough you go first that's I have to look at this real quick I like I like Malik as a stealer a lot I think they should trade up for him um I just think yeah. he'd be perfect there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Malik Willis makes sense to go to the Steelers or the or yeah. the Saints. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who so. do we think? Who do we think Denver reaches for? If we haven't even, talked if about Matt even Corral or Carson Strong yet. Yeah. We're also right Matt up Corral, there. Yeah, Matt Corral, very you know did very very well with uh, Ole Miss last year. Um, what was he like six six? Ooh, Macro's six, shorter. 6'4", six, 6'3". Six, I, th- I think he's like... Ooh. And he, he started off flashy plays last year. Um, I don't really know a lot about Corral, even though, you know, he, he, had, that, he had that... Yeah, he had that huge run. I think it was... What was in the... was in the Sugar Bowl, or it was like earlier in the year. He had like a 50, 60-yard run. Shows a lot of athleticism, but Matt Corral, I think, is like a... He's got to be like a second round, late first round guy, right? Six two, yeah. I think something like that. I think what really hurt him was getting hurt in the bowl game. Yes. Um. Yep. He didn't get a chance to compete, and he is one of the more athletic quarterbacks. And showing off at the combine would have helped mm-hmm. him, um, because he would have probably ran close to a four six low. I feel, you know, his running ability is right up there. So, oh, yeah. um, I'm kind of bummed that Malik Willis didn't run. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I haven't watched a lot of Liberty football, but is he is he a fa- is he pretty fast? Yeah, he ran for 
uh, he's fast, but he also like just normally runs. Um, he I think he has eight hundred combined or eight hundred a season. Um, do we think do we think Malik Wells is kind of like a project type of guy because we see a Trey Lance coming from a small school that you know not a lot of competition. I guess facing other teams. Do you think of Malik Wills is kind of similar to that? Um, yeah, I think so. I think he's gonna be the next project. Um, sort of like Trey Lance, he should sit, which is why I don't like Pittsburgh. Um, which is why I do think Detroit's un- unfortunately is a viable option. Um, because mm-hmm. you yeah. are committed to the Lions are committed to Jared Goff this year, and um, yeah. Malik would probably sit i don't see him being brought in to start over jared goff no, probably not unless jared goff is like complete really bad. garbage like i mean yeah malik wills would be a guy that i would sit for a year or two um but yeah i mean these this day and age in the nfl like you usually put your qb starting Q, or first round qb in right away but mm-hmm. like trey lance sat you know justin fields was going to sit but then man nagy was basically forced to make him start um so, yeah. Yeah, I would, good. I would almost like him sitting in Atlanta. I mean, yeah, that makes sense because Matt Ryan still got, I'd say he's got like at least two more years yeah. in Atlanta, right? Yeah. So if you get, if you, if you hold Ryan for this year, draft Willis, let Willis develop, and then you trade Ryan next year when his cap hit drops. Mm-hmm. He hopefully Atlanta like plays decent and he shows he can still play be a quarterback for a team mm-hmm. you, you you could roll forward with malik willis there i actually like that a lot more because the then it gets him to develop under a very experienced quarterback yes and yeah. and he gets room to let a connection yeah. grow with kyle pitts before actually throwing him exactly. to him in a game which i really like because you know willis needs a time to like if if he can get with a good receiver, he's going to be a great quarterback because yeah. his arm talent's there, and he's just got to be able to connect. Um, yeah, I think – was that it for the top quarterbacks? Well, yeah, we talked about Willis. We talked about uh, Pickett. I mean, Corral, Carson Strong, who Powell. was another, probably another project. Yeah. Who has – a lot of upside, in my opinion. He's, yeah, he's a bigger guy. I think he's he's around the six five six six range. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'm interested. I'm interested to see how where he goes. I I think he's probably like a third fourth round pick, right? Yeah, I think he's gonna fall a little bit just because the talent that's available in the draft is kind of crazy. Um. Yeah. Outside of quarterback. Maybe a team like a Tennessee drafts a guy like that. That would be honestly, I really like that. That was because you know Tannehill. Tannehill's a solid quarterback, but can't win in the playoffs. No, we've we've seen that. Um, I this love year, this year and last can't. year, just can't really get it done. Maybe a, oh, I forgot about I forgot about Tampa. Oh yeah, Tampa Bay is out big time. <laughs> yeah, Tampa. Maybe Tampa trades up for one of these quarterbacks because I've seen. But they also got Kyle Trask. What last year? I mean, it's not. <sighs> yeah. I'm, He's I'm sucks. bullish on Trask. I'm not. I, I'm not a Trask guy. If, but what do What do you like about him? I honestly want to hear. Honestly, it. like, it's less so of what I like. It's more of they already invested. Yeah. In Trask as what that, that was last year. I yeah, that was last yeah. year. Second round pick. Yeah. It's kind of nuts. So, so I mean, he did get the ability to work because I I 
do remember I heard some stuff, but he worked personally with Tom Brady yeah. for a while. I mean, not, yeah, I mean, Bruce Bruce Arians, it was, a, I, mean, I would say, a QB whisperer. He's got uh, the setup there, especially yeah, especially if they keep uh, their wide receivers, like Godwin, yeah. if they're able to keep Godwin. I mean, if you bring back Mike Evans. And... Mike Evans will stay. Yeah. Um, Godwin's yeah. up in the air, but if Gronk comes back, maybe. I mean, it's true. I mean, Kyle Trask, uh, I mean, we'll see how he does and the off season, but yeah. he could be a guy that could compete for a job. I mean, because Bruce Arians is a QB whisperer, um, really good with them. Yeah, he um, is. And then you're under Tom Brady for you're, you're with Tom Brady yeah. for a year, so you know. I like, I I think before <clears throat> the draft, not so much into him, but since he got drafted by Tampa Bay, I think the he's, fit was he's got good. The, that's I you know what I think he's got I the development yeah. that can work out. Yeah, no, so I, I agree. I, honestly, Bruce Arians is just praying that Tom Brady comes back, but <laughs> I okay. think honestly, Kyle Trask is yeah, that's not what he's, horrible. Yeah, that, and, that, and that's what he said. He said we're not we're not trading Tom Brady's rights or something. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll see if he, I don't think he comes back, right? No, maybe. I mean, he's, he's, dude's always hinting at it every single time he appears in the media. Honestly. So, I don't know if he's just trolling because he can. And, like, everybody... That's kind of what it feels like at this point. I think so. But, I don't know. Um, He's kind of pulling the, the Aaron Rodgers, just leading people on for <laughs> yep. the entirety yeah. of the offseason. <laughs> yeah. Still has yet to make his decision yet. Honestly. So. Well, that will wrap it up for today's episode of The Pylon. Uh, what do we think Kenny Walker runs tonight? For final thoughts, four. I'm gonna say four, f- four, three, four, four. I'm gonna say four, four. Okay. And who's your favorite prospect still to compete out of O linemen, running backs, D linemen, linebackers, kickers, and D backs? Uh, that's both good, of you. Good question. Great question. Um, I'm gonna go with you. Start Manit. So I have to look yeah, at this. Right, me too. Gonna be kind of chalky. Go with Kyle Hamilton. Really excited to see him just display the full skill set he's got. Um, yeah. It's kind of a boring one, Evan Neal. I mean, I can't wait to see his his bench press. I mean, I know it's kind of boring, but like the guy's. Not gonna, at all. I think he's gonna be a stud. He is gonna be really good at football. So, yeah. Yeah, I'd have to hop onto a lot of people I'd like to see. I mean, obviously have to go Kenneth Walker. I'm curious to see how he's going to go because yeah. uh, I think he's got a lot of potential. So. Sweet. All right. Well, that will wrap it up for today's episode of The Pylon for Ethan Grant and Jay DeCoster. Manit Patel sending it out. Enjoy your weekend. <laughs> <laughs>